Spoiler alert, the following podcast includes discussions on film that may potentially, intentionally or inadvertently, reveal plot twists, character traits, story details, up to and including endings, that might otherwise be considered spoilers. Proceed at your own risk. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Sounds like some bad movie. Like some bad movie? Is it ever? Is Holy it ever? Shit! Help! Welcome everybody to Movie Subtastic. Is something wrong with your audio all of a sudden? What? <laughs> now what? Now what the fuck's it, wrong? It, it, tell, it, tell it just sounds all tinny, like you're on your webcam. <sighs> Let me double check. Hang on. God damn it! There's always. Could have said that. There's Could always have said technical. Before we started recording. It was fine before we started recording. <laughs> hey, it, it's you know what? It's part of the show. Te- technical dif- You know what? We should have another podcast called Technical Difficulties. Shit, do you think there's a podcast called Technical Difficulties? Mm-hmm. If there oh, isn't, definitely. we should fucking jump on that. No, I'm pretty sure it's got to be. Um, I, I would prefer one. Uh, well, it would just have to be. Uh, um, like off on a tangent, or I, I, that's, everybody's everything's been done, so there's no point in trying to do something new. Uh, where are my settings? There's like 18 things here. Welcome to Movie Subtastic, where you get to listen to Scott dick around with his fucking computer. Yeah, it sounds like you're in a tin can now. Oh yeah, yeah I know, I know. I know. It, it must have switched to your webcam. Your your audio was fine before we yeah. started. <laughs> How's that? Oh, that is wow! It's such what an improvement. <laughs> yeah, I went right to my webcam fucking fucking windows uh um so hopefully that stays well yeah so like i said welcome to movie sucktastic the uh the tinny one is scott the non-tinny one is joey you're not tinny one anymore you're good to <laughs> and go now we are reviewing our our penultimate oscar best picture nominee the fable oh, yeah which I, i've been so burnt out at work i thought we were reviewing this last week so <laughs> i've had i've had this slideshow made for a whole week <laughs> Um, I mean, this this is this is one of those reviews where you immediately sound like you're just doing it because it's like it's that that thing. Oh, you you just don't like it because it's popular, or you know, one of those things. Yeah. And you know, I I, I just well, you 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 start you start. Well, I'm gonna just come out and say it that I didn't dislike this film at all. Now, what? I, hold on, hold on. I did not dislike this movie. I, I'm i not going to go so far as to say as I enjoyed it. 
I'm just saying that I thought I was going to hate it. And I didn't. I didn't. I just, it just annoyed me. The whole film fucking annoyed me. Oh, hey, and that's that's where I want to get to. I want to get you there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I want you to so, tell me why it annoyed you, and then I'll rebuttal with, I didn't think it was that bad. All right. So <laughs> so for anybody who's not in the know, The Feeblemans is an uh, autobiography, biopic, autobiopic of Steven Spielberg. It's a film he made about his life. It's a vanity project to the nth degree. Yes, absolutely. Um, it, it, it is the film. I I, I, I I don't know. I never wanted to see it. I don't know. He made it. I don't. I, uh, it's a pure vanity project. I, I mean, you just who gives a fuck about your life? I I, I want to start. Hold on. I want to start off. Name me like name me a couple of biopics that you actually like that you watch. I don't, that you that, that I've that seen you, more than once and or enjoyed. Or that that you consider good films. And that you like that, and that you enjoy, like all around. Because I, I was racking my brain today. It's like you know, I really don't like biopics. I don't care about people's lives. I mean, like the only thing one I could think of was Ed Wood. Well, yeah, that's a great biopic. Yeah, um, I don't care about. I don't care about the um, Serena's. I don't care about uh, Ray Charles. I don't care about uh, uh, the the tennis ball guy. I don't care oh. about any of their lives. I really don't. I want to watch films, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not it's not like about a person in an important event. That's something different. I mean, this is just okay. So this this is this is how you discovered film. That's wonderful. I saw Cinema Paradiso years ago. This is just a, a shitty American version of that. Well, I don't care if it's a true story. I don't care. I don't know. I guess you could call this a biopic because it is, no, it is. No, it's, no, no, no. no. Like, I'm t- I'm talking about a movie that I'm thinking of that I liked. Oh. Um, sorry, I'm sorry. But uh, Sid and Nancy with Gary Oldman about Sid Vicious uh, yeah, from the count. Sex Pistols. I mean, that's yeah, actually that's a. Real, I love. I love that movie. Um, but I mean, I'm going back 40 years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, with 37 years, I'm going yeah. back. So I mean, you tell me. I mean, it counts, I guess. But it, it, it's it's just this navel gazing. Uh, you know Hollywood slap on the back. Aren't we so awesome? Films, and uh, and and at the same time, oh yeah, this is the life of a of a famous famous friend of drinking his life. All right, he had an awkward childhood, a broken family, and I, I just like what did what did, what did he do that nobody else did besides become a millionaire? He lived his fucking life. I don't care. I, and I, 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 I would I, actually I, even go on to go to say that he's actually a billionaire at this point. Billionaire, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean. And and of course he, you know he had enough money to make his own films and stuff. So I mean I'm not okay. I just I just just fucking am annoyed that I had to sit through this guy's life and I didn't ask to do it. <laughs> and and afterwards when I'm reading about and I'm like okay I'm gonna have to do a bit of research on this because how much of this was actually and I'm reading art trivia things about how every single actor was like playing a real person in Steven Spielberg's life and he would tell them how they were and stuff and. And I was like, really? You're really just play acting your fucking childhood now? I, I, mean, I mean, like, I don't like films like Elvis biopics because at, at that point, you're, it's just a celebrity impersonating a celebrity. 
You know, it's an Elvis impersonator, but it's a famous Elvis impersonator. That's my problem with those kind of biopics. This kind of biopic is just, okay, you're just telling your fucking childhood to me, and I didn't ask for it. And there's nothing really remarkable about his childhood except for the fact that he eventually becomes Steven Spielberg. If this was a biopic about him and he never became Steven Spielberg, no one would give a shit about this film. You're you're absolutely right. Um, I do like that that Hollywood's best-known, most successful and considered one of the best directors to ever produce film, yeah. got his love to do that while living in New Jersey. I like that. <laughs> I know. You're like, eh. but I'm, I'm a sucker for anything Jersey, man. I really, I am. If your movie takes place in New Jersey, is about New Jersey, has a, an important scene in New Jersey, I'm going to watch it. I just always will. I always have. I just, listen, it's just, Born and raised here, it's it's a thing of it's it's a thing of mine. I love it. <clears throat> All right, so, so you have, you, I mean, you have on the one part that I'm not a huge Steven Spielberg fan. I'm not right. anti Steven Spielberg, but I, I'm I'm not uh, one of these you know worshippers. I, I think at one point in my life, when I was in the very very early childhood, um, into my probably teens, I probably could call myself a big Steven Spielberg fan. The, the of movies, his films or him? Films, films. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm I mean, not, I'm not a fan well, of listen. I, I mean, I, I don't know him. Obviously, I, he well, no. Be, but what, what he could be I'm the most charitable, like, greatest person in the world. I don't know. I've never met him. No, no. Let's let's put it this way. Uh, you have Macintosh fans or Apple fans, and then you have Steve Jobs fans. Well, true. Two no, different things. Yes, it is. You're very right. So, with so that. it's the same thing with this. It's like, yeah, I liked a lot of his films. I didn't. I didn't like some of them. Uh, and I don't give a shit about him as a person, and that's how it's always been. I mean, I have very few, and even even the ones I do love, like like Zack Snyder and, and Peter Jackson before King Kong, I, I never really gave a shit about their personal lives. Like it's just like I, I want to see the films and the filmmaking, and that's it. Yeah, this is none of this, and so so on. So with that and the <laughs> with that in mind. I didn't go into the film trying to tear it apart. I think my main problem with the film is because knowing, and you, and even though I didn't know, I kind of caught on at a certain point, knowing that this film is just his uh, condensed, excuse me, condensed biography of him with all these important parts of his life that he's going to share with us. So, like, like my perfect example of this is the shopping cart scene. Right. So like, there's a storm, everybody's freaking out, they get in the car, and then there's a spectacular thing with the shopping carts going by. And I'm just sitting there thinking, this has nothing to do with anything. This <laughs> happened to him in his childhood, and now I'm watching this wonderful, high-budget, like, just portrayal of this event in his childhood. And this has nothing to do with fucking anything. Well, I think what a lot of scenes in this film, uh, and don't quote me on the shopping cart scene, but... Throughout the entire film, there are like little Easter eggs and um, little scenes that are reminiscent of other films that he's made and produced. Like when they're on their bikes and their cut couch uniforms and they turn the corner fr- from the right of the screen into the center left. That's right out of E.T. So he's he's making all he's homaging himself in his own biopic yeah. and people are and people are like how dare you call it a vanity project fuck you really oh no it come is. On. i mean come on people have to be more realistic than that it's just ridiculous if anybody else had made this film i'd just be annoyed that it was such like a, a, a like a, a blow fest for uh, spielberg i'd just be annoyed but like with this it's just downright disgusting i mean and, and again i'm gonna say this again 
maybe if your mother sleeps around, you don't make a film about it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what performance you know, I like the least is is hers, Michelle Williams as his mother. Yeah, I found it to be very annoying. The way she spoke, the way she acted, the, her inflection uh, of the way she said and did things. And I'm assuming Spielberg told her this is exactly how my mother was. So, oh, no, and Michelle Williams, her. she's like, I'm going to do it that way. But mm-hmm. I found it very, very annoying. When when his mom, the when I started, when I started uh, to not dislike her performance, it was when she... <laughs> Uh, Benny was left behind, and she became a miserable person. Uh huh. That's when I'm like, okay, you you know the the the, ba- the, the she sounded like Lucille Ball, <laughs> like Ricky. It just sounded so very mm. similar to that. Um, when she lost Benny because she was having an affair with Seth Rogen who played Benny in the movie on the side. Oh, and, and by the way, by the way, this whole thing they put in there too, where, oh no, we know we never actually, you know, slept with each other. No bull fucking shit. Yeah. And, and if you have a problem with me saying this about Steven Spielberg's mother, I'm honestly, then he shouldn't have put it in the fucking film. <laughs> nothing, nothing is above discussion in this. Cause he put it in the fucking film. His mother was fucking Benny. De- oh, well, yeah. Straight out. Obviously was fucking Benny. Yeah. I mean I I, mm. I mean, well listen. I mean, they didn't and come out I, and, and say know, it, but I, you know it was because why would he show her the footage and her had a complete breakdown? See now, there's one part I liked because it it because I and even though it's 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 again, since Spielberg made it about himself, it's so fucking navel-gazing, self-aggrandizing, just disgusting. But the scene where he figures it out by going through the footage. Right. I mean, it was. I, 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 Which I, happens I, after her mother dies, and the father wants right. to cheer her up, so he tells mm-hmm. his son to do, uh, you know, like a little uh, homage, or not an homage, um, uh, little film, a, a little film, film when they, when they went on a camping trip, and then that's when right. he noticed all of the times that her and Benny were like white on rice. Yeah. So, so as, yeah, as he's like going through it frame by frame, he's he's noticing in the background that stuff he wasn't focusing on at the time, and he sees like them like snuzzle, you know snuggling and acting like the lovers they are. Mm-hmm. And I I thought that was a nice metaphor for the idea that the filmmaker like sees what we don't see or try you know like the, the whole idea that film uh, exposes our lives to ourselves and shows us more. I like that. I love that 10 times better than the supposedly true story of, Oh, I, I made a film with the jock guy and, and, and he, I made him cry. What the <laughs> fuck was that all about? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, and again, I don't care. They said it was a true story. I don't give a shit. It's bullshit. And, and also what I read, what well, just, none of it, it doesn't, why would you do this? I, I read that he said like in his real life that like, um, this the whole confrontation happened, but only up to the part where he cried, or you know, asked him why he did that, and then he cried and he ran off. And he said he never knew. It's like, oh, so you just, you know, just took that and expanded on it and made made you know, made up this entire fake discussion that makes you such a you know, like just like, you know, all works in your favor. I, I well, listen, I mean, all of the things that he wrote in there, uh, the interaction, like him saying, "Why did you do that?" And he said, yeah. and he told him, he goes, maybe it was because I wanted you to like me for five minutes. I'm assuming that's something he really did want to say to that person, but they left. 
I don't know. Maybe that's something he thinks he wanted to say now. I don't know. You know what? This is a conversation between him and his therapist or his close friends. Right. I, I don't know why I'm fucking involved in it. I, you know why? Because they want a fucking Oscar for it. I, I just, you know, it's it, it's it's disjointed because it's all about him. But we got to focus on the parents because supposedly it's for his parents. It's all about fucking him, and and right up to the the ending, yeah, with the that whole thing with with uh, John Ford and I, I. I thought that was the best part of the movie. <laughs> Really? David Lynch as his as John Ford just I, barking I, the nonsense at him about pictures, and he comes out skipping. Ah, I talked with a movie person. I'm now going into it, and then, oh, and like you didn't see the fucking Horizon thing coming. Well, of course. The minute he said that, I'm like, so that's how the film's going to end. Like you know. <laughs> well, the interaction with David Lynch as John Ford, uh, he he sits there and he puffs on this cigar for what seems like forever it must have been about at least 15 seconds 20 seconds and he's like so you want to be a filmmaker huh kid and he's like uh yes i'd like to make movies all right go over to that picture over there and he's like okay tell me about it uh and then he starts explaining everything he goes where's the horizon he tells him it's at the bottom okay go to the other one where's the horizon uh, it's at the top. <laughs> and he's like, the horizon in the middle is boring as shit. Always at the bottom or the top. And, mm-hmm. then, you know, it, it just, I thought that was, I thought that was a good scene. Uh, I, I didn't like it. I just, nothing, nothing charming about it for me. And, and like, and again, as he's saying it, I'm thinking, okay, so the film's going to end with that. Uh, it just because well, yeah. we know I know because you know we, we know we're here at the end of the film. It just felt like boy, I felt like I was watching Boyhood again, <laughs> except you know, except uh, it, it, with more with better acting in a screenplay. Yeah, and I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the screenplay. Like I said, I feel like, I feel the film is very disjointed. He's trying to squeeze in his, his parents' story in this film at the same time as own, and I and it, I think it's just uh, it, it doesn't. I don't think it works. Well, if this was just if this was just a normal story and didn't have anything to do with fucking Spielberg, I'd I'd still walk away with like this, my, the same reaction. This isn't like a hate fest has hate fest for him. Uh, it's the the it's just blah. This yeah. this is the world's greatest filmmaker. <laughs> really? Well, ooh the ooh the spectacle of the train crash. <laughs> Listen. Uh, I, I knew you were going to go into this. I knew that you were going to come in hot on this one. Um, I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> I obviously I had a lot less issues with it than you did. Well, but again, it's it's this isn't just. Listen, oh, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not going to go. You know what movie you need oh, to see? By the you, way, you should you should definitely go check out the Fablemans. That's never going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> it, by the way, the, the title of the film. Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, come on fucking hate that <laughs> what i hate worse about it is that they even bothered to change the position of the e and the l uh yeah I, but yeah now you're just now you're just like pretending you're cute what the fuck well no. you know what's funny when i mm. was creating the slideshow i spelled it correctly and i'm like wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh, I, I didn't i didn't I, I just assumed it was the right way I, but I, I spelled it correctly on the thumbnail for the episode uh, on YouTube. However, whenever I've written about it in anything else, I purposely misspell it. 
out of spite. Okay. It's a stupid fucking title. I don't, and I don't care if Spielberg actually does like uh, translate the fable or Spiel, Spiel or Berg, one of them probably Spiel supposedly translates the fable. So it's like I don't care. It's still a cheesy fucking. Nah. No. Well. No. 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 Just because it's true doesn't mean you use it. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean everything with the monkey and why? Oh, why do we monkeys. care about the monkey? Because it was in Indiana Jones. I mean, these are all little homages to the movies that he's made. Like, like there's so many... Like, them being out in the desert in the Cub Scout uniforms, it's basically in uh, uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade when River Phoenix plays the young Indiana Jones. They're all in their Cub Scout things. They're in the middle of the desert. It's literally the same thing. Now, now, defenders of the film are going to tell you that's because he's trying to show you that film is a part of his life, and these films that he made are part of him and his life, and vice versa. Oh, yeah. And that's a valid argument, but fuck you nonetheless, because <laughs> Spielberg well, wrote it, and Spielberg directed it, and Spielberg made a film about his mother cheating on him. <laughs> well, yeah, on his, on his, on his father. Yeah, Which, I, but I mean, yes, uh, Oedipal complex, yes. you know, that always extends. Got, got it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yes, I mean, there's little little trinkets of of easter eggs everywhere in this um i'm sure if i cared enough i probably could have found a list of it and brought it to the show um but they're everywhere they're literally everywhere um and you know people eat it up man they're like oh yeah the little spider monkey from indiana jones i got it awesome oh they're out in the middle of arizona doing the rocks that's why he had the inspiration you know to do this and empire of the sun and he did this and last crusade and he did this and you know Temple of Doom. It's like it's all of that. It's all of it. I just think it's appropriate that um, that uh, Sp- Steven Spielberg's uh, mother cheating on her, cheating on her husband yeah. is what eventually drove him to become the Riddler. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know what Scott is talking about, he's talking about Paul Dano playing his dad, who played the Riddler um, in the Batman. <laughs> That came out in 2021 or 2022. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but again, it's just you know you know what I I can compare this perfectly. I, here's another. Actually, just thought of a biopic I saw in my childhood and I still love to this day. But I'll give the same criticisms. Uh, was one of the same criticisms. If you could see what I hear. Um, it's about the blind, yeah, the blind guy that became like a lawyer and a golfer and all this stuff. And was that his life? Yeah, I've never seen it. It's 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 a great film from the eighties. I mean, it, but it does suffer from some of the same issues. This is just about this guy. They're trying to tell this guy's life story, so it is very disjointed. They just show segments, and there's like these. Th- oh, and here's here's where he saved the drowning kid, and he, here's where his, uh, his friend get, you know, he and his friend get, became roommates, and like all these little stories. Oh, wait a minute, vignettes. is that the one with Mark Singer from the Beastmaster? That is exactly Mark Singer from the Beastmaster. Yes. Fuck, I've one. seen that. Yeah, it's been, it was on cable. When you said you when you that. said when he saved the kid from drowning, I'm like, yes, he did. The kid fell into the pool. Uh-huh. Yeah, Blythe. Yes, Blythe. Like, to this day, I remember, and this, that's why Mark Singer in any other film I watch him, he looks blind to me. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever he stares, I'm like, he's it's like, it's like he's pulling that far off stare. I, I, it just freaks me out. Uh, I think the next, as a kid, the next thing I saw him in was V. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and and, I, and it kept freaking me out. I was like, "Is he blind?" <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, but anyways, obviously, the most the thing that I know him the most from is Beastmaster. So 
Oh yeah, uh, yeah, obviously. But but, uh, but yeah, but I didn't remember like, the title of that. But as soon as you said "kid drowning," say "blind guy saves kid drowning," boom! My childhood just rushed back into my brain. Hey, children drowning! I always remember that oh, shit. My, oh boy. Um, <laughs> oh, but it, it had the same problem. It's, it's vignettes, so it's, it's stitched together, and it's po- and, you know there's a narrative to it, but it is disjointed because right. you're not you're really not. You're not telling like a three-act story. You're telling a progression of someone's life, and then when you try to divide it into three acts, it, it just I, I, that's one of the one of the problems I have with biopics. I mean, Elvis, uh, Elvis was disjointed, but that's that director style says so it's a whole different story. Uh, but I mean, I, I think I, I think I have. Uh, I, I'm not saying it's a shit film, but I'm saying it's a shit film because Spielberg directed it and wrote it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess if they. I don't know if somebody else made this movie about him after he died. We'd probably remember have, all the shit that Mel Gibson got because he directed himself in Braveheart. Yeah, I, I distinctly remember Van, you know, vain, narcissistic. I, I remember it hugely. He just directed himself. The film wasn't about Mel Gibson. <laughs> so how does this get a pass? I, well, should we go over its nominees or nominations? Yeah, I mean, there aren't many. There aren't too, too many. Here, let's see. Oh, where's my list? We have production design. <clears throat> production design. Uh, it's up There's to- se- it, it has seven uh, nominations, so it's like right in the middle. Yeah. So, no, it, it is not. It's not a gigantic amount, but it isn't a small number either. Um, mm-hmm. So, it has production design. It's up against all quiet. Sorry, sorry, so it's right in the middle. <laughs> yes, I was agreeing with you. <laughs> Well, you initially said it didn't have many. I, I know, and I, I corrected myself. I, ignore me. Go on. Yeah, I'm going to ignore you. <laughs> I, I am. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, which, how does that get production design? Seriously, it's all fucking computer, gen- whatever. Babylon, Elvis, The Fablemans. Um, I don't know who wins this. I, I don't care. I mean, I will put something. I lost my screen here. <laughs> I will put something when I do uh, when I fill out the ballot for Oscar night. I'll probably go Avatar because they're just. We said production design, right? Yeah, they're infatuated by that, and and we're going to review that next. I that Period. I all, that all I quiet. don't understand. I don't understand the infatuation with Avatar. All um, quiet or Elvis for production design. Yeah, I think I'll go Avatar on that one because I, I I actually don't care who wins it, but. All quiet. Yeah, it could be all quiet for sure. Um, all right. Um, next. Next is original score. John Williams uh, did the score for this, as he does most, if not all, of Spielberg's movies. Um, actually, one of the movies that he didn't do was The Color Purple. Quincy Jones did uh, that one. But anyway, oh. all quiet on the West- Western Front, Babylon. The Banshees of Ina Sharon, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and The Fablemans. Again, the, flip a coin. Don't know. Um, honestly, I think it's between Banshees and uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, I, I actually I made Holly watch Everything Everywhere All at Once. Okay. And guess what she did? Walked away. She forced the kids to watch it. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, so the third time, I was just like playing Fallout in the other rooms. Like I've seen it twice in this in, two, in many weeks, but I'm listening to it, right. and and I I don't, 
soundtracks don't really, you know, I, I focus on other things. So sometimes I don't really rec- remember or recognize the music. But just listening to it in the other room, the soundtrack, fucking amazing. Oh, it's, it's great. so inventive and multi-layered. It's just great. Yeah. So my money's on on them. It's I'm, I think it's a t- coin toss between Banshees and and Arrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, original screenplay. <laughs> Banshees of Ina Sharon, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. Um, no, we've done oh, no. we've done this before. I think we both agreed that Everything Everywhere should win, and if it doesn't, we'd be happy with Banshees. If, um, if you put these in order of, of deserving it, Fablemans is at the bottom. At the very bottom. It's not. It is not. A, I'm. It's. It, 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 it's not an Oscar-worthy screenplay. I am sorry. No. Uh, actor in a supporting role: Brendan Gleeson, Banshees of Ina Sharon, Brian Tyree Henry, Causeway, Judd Hirsch, The Fablemans, Barry Keegan, Banshees of Ina Sharon, Kihu Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Now. I understand why they nominated Judd Hirsch. They did it for two reasons. One, he's old, and he's never been nominated before. And two, his performance is probably my second favorite next to David Lynch. I just thought he, he for what he did for, like, whatever. What was he on screen for? Six minutes? Maybe seven minutes? Um, I- it entertain me more than anything else in the film i'll put it that way i i said it in our in our uh previous episode and i'll say it again no i said it before i'll say it again Mm -hmm. they need to fucking stop doing this they need to stop taking aging actors who do like a six minute cameo and and give them a fucking nomination they need to stop please it's shameless and annoying it's never gonna stop because it's voted by his peers. Why could be so negative? <laughs> negative. Um, I think. But anyway, you I shouldn't think get. He, it. He, well, he's not going to. It's Good. either going to be Brendan Gleeson, um, Barry Keegan, or Kihi Kwan. And I think Kihi Kwan, uh, for everything everywhere, is the front runner right now. I really do. I think that's the case. Uh, actress in a supporting role. We have, oh, no, wait, sorry. There's nobody there. <laughs> um, it's actress in a leading role. Correct. Uh, Kate Blanchett, Tar, Anna Diarmas, Blonde, Andrea Risenborough for the Two oh, Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. I've got. I'm missing this on my list, even though I have it marked as seven. Uh, that's why I wasn't. I was. That's why I wasn't backing you up there. Oh, actress uh, okay. in a leading. Huh? Actress in a leading role. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think Michelle Yeoh is still the front runner for that. Obviously. I think right behind her is Andrea Risenborough, and I wouldn't be surprised if Andrea Risenborough wins it for Two Leslie. It could be one of those dark horse. Uh, wins for that category because okay, everyone is saying nominated. everyone is saying Michelle Yeoh, but she her performance in Two Leslie Andrea Risenborough is out out of this world. Okay, it's not nominated for a lot of stuff, so I, it's not on my radar. What what's Two Leslie about? It's about a it's an alcoholic woman um, and her fight with that. Um, uh, oh, it's with clean that, and sober. With that addiction. Okay. It 
it's not clean and sober, but it's it's a film about addiction. Clean and sober. There's like ten other movies you could have said too. That's that's the only one. <laughs> it's the only one. The one that's with the Ma- only Michael one. Keaton, clean and sober. Michael Keaton, clean and sober. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You don't need any other one. That's the one. That's the one. Got it. <laughs> Next. Next. Uh, directing. Martin McDonough for Banshees of Ina Sharon, Daniel Kwan, Daniel Scheinert, the Daniels, for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, Ruben Ostlin for Triangle of Sadness. This category is going to, to Daniels. It just yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. They're, they're winning Best Director. Uh, best Picture, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water. Banshees of Ina Sharon, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Again, Everything Everywhere All at Once. And this shouldn't even be on the list, obviously. No, the, this... I th- Well, we're going to review Avatar next, but I truly feel that Avatar is taking up a Best Picture slot and I, I, and I. Yeah, it is very much. So is Fablemans. More Avatar than the Fablemans. Uh, yeah, but I mean, Fablemans is still on that list. It is on the list. Although, but, although it, it might, although it, it might, it might have squeaked in just because it's fucking Spielberg. Yeah, but I'm less angry about Fablemans on there than Avatar, because Avatar not, it's a waste of a nominee. There are so many other movies that could have been in there, but aren't I'm not angry because that they're of on Avatar. there. I, I'm angry that there's 10 nominations so they could be on there. Well, they've been doing 10 since the first Avatar film came out in 2009. Yeah. That's, well, that's the come, year they introduced it. And we're going to come full circle with that next episode. Yes, we are. All right. Let's. Oh, i got to get my toys. <laughs> let's give this a quick rating. Yep, yep, yep. It's currently, um, so it's, I want to say it's higher than it should be. 7.6 out of 10. Greed. Um, on IMDb. Where do you want to go with this one? I, I'm okay with a seven. Seven, seven is yeah. okay. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm not. I, I, if I go for a six, it's out of spite. But it really doesn't deserve more than a seven. It's no. not that great of a screenplay, no. and it, it's it's just not a. Yeah. Oh, oh, look, look! A shot of people staring wide-eyed into the screen movie screen. Just <laughs> All right, I rated it seven. Solid seven. seven. All right, beautiful thing. All right, <clears throat> let's end this episode. All right, everybody. As always, we're coming to the end. Thank God of our Oscar nominees. It's like in the beginning when we start these, I'm like excited, you know, and then by the end, I'm like, can we please review something other than Oscar movies? But anyway, uh, episode 392, go to our website, moviesucktastic.com, download or listen to the show right there. Go to iTunes and do the same thing. You can go to facebook.com slash moviesucktastic and look at anything that we post there. You can call us at 908-514-4470. You can email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you would like, do a search for us on your favorite search engine. Just do a search for Movie Sucktastic. We are on 
Amazon Music. We are on iTunes. Spotify is coming soon. Stitcher. You know, we're on uh, iHeartRadio. Everywhere. Just You'll find us everywhere. Um, you can get the Android app at moviesucktastic.com slash mst.apk or you can just download your favorite uh, podcast player and just do a search for moviesucktastic and we come right up. Um, do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? I'm just disgusted. <laughs> well, those are... I'm... I mean, I guess that's close enough, but... All right, everybody. We will talk to you when we review Avatar, <laughs> The Way of Water. Mm-hmm. It's right. going to be fun. Oh, it's going to be great. Later. I think I got a hernia. <laughs>